Hello, welcome to the Cleeps podcast. My name is Samir Moisey and I am the physics advisor at Cleeps, having worked here for nearly seven years now. If you are listening to this and are not a member, you may be wondering what Cleeps is and what it is we do. Cleeps, spelt C-L-E-A-P-S-S, is a membership organisation. We are an education advisory service which helps schools and colleges with all aspects of practical work in science and design technology. This includes risk assessments, practical procedures, make-it guides, videos, courses and much, much more. All the advisory and support staff are ex-teachers and technicians. We all love practical work and getting hands-on, but we also understand limitations within the school system. If you want to read up more about Cleeps as an organisation, visit our website cleeps.org.uk and click the button Why Join Cleeps. In our first episode, we have joining us Dave Parry, the Cleeps DT advisor. He will give us an insight into model risk assessments for technology, also known as MRATs and how they can be used to better inform your planning in technology lessons. So Dave, what are MRATs? Hi Samir, um, MRATs are the model risk assessments. So um, under the 1974 Health and Safety Work Act, every employer has to provide a model risk assessment or some form of risk assessment for their employees to work safely. Um, and so CLEPS has been tasked by the local authorities and uh, other uh, trusts and academy chains to develop model risk assessments so that schools can then use those to develop their own in-house uh, localised risk assessments. Okay, brilliant. So as a technology teacher, you may wish to use, for example, a soldering iron. Would there be an MRAT for soldering irons? Yep, there are a number of MRATs around soldering, actually, because they cover in effect, all processes, all materials, all activities that we would normally see happening in any area of technology. So in the design and technology workshops or in a graphic studio, a food room, an art studio, whatever activity might be taking place, we have model risk assessment that covers it. So your question about soldering, there would be a model risk assessment around the soldering iron itself because that's a piece of equipment. There'd also be a model risk assessment around the soldering process because that's an activity that might be taking place. But there'll also be one around the safety side of things like fumes or dust or uh, other issues that might come from the activity of soldering. So there, there might be three different model risk assessments covering that one process. Okay, I see. And then as a teacher, I would use that MRAT to better inform my local risk assessment. Have I got that right? That's exactly right, yes. I'm, under the uh, the old model risk assessments that have just been replaced, the um, the the sort of the heading of the, the model risk assessment started with information about risks and hazards and things that te- teachers need to be aware of, and then on the back page we had the control measures that were that teachers put, put in place. We've done a complete remodel of all the model risk assessments, and now the control measures are at the front page because that's really the most important. So as a teacher what you should do is look at the model risk assessment related to the activity or the process that you're going to carry out and then look at those control measures and make sure you're at least doing those and have some record of how you're going to do that, how you're going to meet those control measures in your own documentation. Okay, I'm with you. And by doing this, you ensure safe working. 
but also that the employer meets any requirement under the 1974 Health and Safety at Work Act? Absolutely. How many MRATs are there? Do you know the answer to this question? There are 194 MRATs at the moment. Um, we've actually cut that number down from about 240 um, because we replaced all the uh, replicants. So we had um, different categories in the old model risk assessments and things like construction had very similar MRATs to those in resistant materials. So what we've done is we've amalgamated them and made one much neater set. Okay, I'm with you. So there, were, there was information maybe that was common to two MRATs and you, you've combined them just to, to make them more streamlined. Absolutely. So Dave, how would one use these MRATs then? Well, basically, there's, there's no um, fixed way of using them. We have a, a, a couple of documents that explain how they can be used. Uh, personally, when I was uh, still teaching, I used them as part of a spreadsheet so that I had all my teaching materials in a spreadsheet and then I would have copies of the control measures in that spreadsheet. But basically speaking, a teacher should look at the um, website, perhaps use a search or look at the projects within the website to find the model risk assessments that most match the activity or the, the material that they're using. And then look at those control measures Put those control measures in place is obviously the activity that, that the teacher should do, but perhaps to copy or paste them into their own documentation. So they might have a, uh, a scheme of work or a, a lesson plan or uh, some other planning documentation where they would highlight the health and safety issues they need to consider and perhaps copy and paste the, con the control measures out of the model risk assessment into that section of their own documentation. That would be an ideal way of doing it because then they've got the health and safety materials in amongst their own planning materials rather than as a separate folder somewhere in the office. I know and uh, I'm very uh, aware of this uh, way of working in science where we ask our members it's better to have a you know the health and safety notes the control measures somewhere to hand whether that be your teacher planner your powerpoint or a document on your desk right in front of you rather than reams and reams of, of papers in a folder which no one ever uses. So Absolutely. I, I've done over 200 audits, and quite often when I've walked into a school and said, where's your health and safety documentation? They're, someone will say, oh, here it is, and take a folder off the shelf and blow the dust off it. Blow yes. the dust. <laughs> yeah. The spider webs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, that, that's, that's good to hear that uh, in technology you work in a very similar way to science. So, okay, thanks for that. Let's move on to the next question. Why did the design of these MRATs change? Can you just go into that, please, for technology yeah, teachers that have been familiar with the older design? Yeah, at about five or six years ago, when I first started working with CLEEPS, the model risk assessments had been written perhaps 10, 15 years earlier and, and in various different outlines. My first role was to run some courses and do some audits and to try and update some of the information that was there and I did a complete rewrite of the MRATs at that point and I think that was about 2016 they went live but I kept the old format. This time we've looked at it very carefully, we've done a lot of work with teachers in schools looking on when we run the courses or when I do audits about how we actually use these MRATs and it became very apparent that most teachers are not all that interested in the 
risks and hazards section at the front, but much more interested in the control measures. So although we haven't removed any information from the MRATs, what we've done is changed the order. So we brought the control measures to the front, along with the immediate remedial measures, which is, uh, if you like, the first aid side of things. So that teachers can, at, at a straight glance, just look at the first page of the MRAT, look at what they need to do to put things in place to make it safe, and if something has gone wrong, what they need to do to put it right. The rest of the information, the risk stuff, the hazard stuff, the, control, the other uh, aspects of disposal or storage or uh, other, other things they might need to consider are on the back page of the MRAP. So it's still there, but we've changed the priorities. So hopefully this makes it much more user-friendly. Okay, I see. So the important or the most important information is right staring right at you when you open Absolutely. the MRAP. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, can you describe a couple of the more interesting ones, please? Yeah, two of the um, latest ones. I'm, I'm working on a new one at the moment, actually. But the, the um, about two or three years ago, we started moving into a lot of the 3D printing area, and we we produced a model risk assessment on additive manufacturing, which looks at 3D printing in general, but also picks up things like laser cutting and, and other aspects of, of modern technologies that are going on in schools. And that was quite an interesting one to work on because the devices themselves, the 3D printers, the laser cutters, are relatively safe because they're all fairly modern machines. However, the process that they're working with of heating up materials and burning materials could create quite a number of risks. So it was quite an interesting area to look at. We spent a lot of research time looking at 3D printing and produced what actually seems a very simple document. Um, it's only really got three or four highlights in, in the control measures, which is things like don't put your fingers near anything hot. Uh, yeah. Try and avoid the fumes and uh, particulates that are coming off them, so control that in some way. And tr don't get caught up in any moving parts. So there's only three aspects to look at, but it was quite an interesting field to work in. And as I say, the, the other one I'm working on at the moment is to look at an even newer technology that's starting to appear, which is the resin printing. And in the background at the moment, I've got a resin printer running uh, while I'm doing some testing on how we can work, make that as safe as possible. Okay, yeah, well, we look forward to learning more about these resin printers because seeing some of the prints that you've produced with them, and they are fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're very high quality, much higher quality than the, uh, the normal filament printers, but the downside is the size, and, of course, there's a, there are other risks involved. Using resins means you've got fumes, and some of the fumes can be quite unple unpleasant. If you get it on your skin, it can be a sensitizer. So there's all sorts of issues around the safety to use of using resins, but we'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we look forward to that. So you've mentioned uh, the website a couple of times. Can you just remind folks what the website is? Yeah, the website, if you go to www.cleeps.org.uk, you get the, uh, the login screen there. You've got access to the three main websites, science, primary, and, and the technology website. You then go to the technology website. Ours is a sort of uh, browny, orangey background on it, um, which is, I, I tried to choose a colour that was a fairly nondescript. Uh, it's caused some uh, hilarity in the office at times, but uh, <laughs> it's quite an interesting colour scheme. Uh, we've got various things across the, the top of the uh, website to choose from. As I mentioned, one of the areas is projects, uh, and I'm compiling some new projects to go in there. They're not actually schemes of work or plans for teachers to use. They're just examples of projects that I see in schools and the sort of risk assessments they should have alongside them. We've also got a, uh, an area for Future Minds, which is our Termini magazine, 
um, we're starting to compile the summer term version of that over the Easter holidays. So that should be out sometime in May. Um, and there are, I think there's 14 copies of that for people to look at, and they're, they're all online. Uh, it's not a paper-based magazine. It's, a, it's an e-magazine. So there are um, all copies are, are, are available from the website. And they're outside the password, so anyone can get access to those. Um, we've also got the MRATs themselves. We've got administration documents. So there's all the things like how to audit your department and um, things about eye protection or gloves or whatever it might be that's a more general type of document. And we've then got the services and, and general things to do with cleats and the search. So we've got access to everything within the design technology, the food and art world within that one website. Okay, that's, that's brilliant. I think we'll have a future episode, uh, definitely on Future Minds, uh, the publication, but also um, I think one on the modern technologies such as the 3D printers and the um, laser cutters would be very useful. Absolutely, well, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure we can do lots more work around things like Future Minds, yeah. But that's really a magazine that we started about three years ago, which my sort of... Uh, big ambition is that it ends up being a completely interactive video audio all sorts of things going on on it at the moment it's only a pdf but who knows if you are a science teacher or science technician listening to this i implore you to check out the future minds um, publication on the technology website because the articles in there are very fascinating and lots of opportunities for wonderful cross-curricular work between the science and technology departments well, thank you, Dave, for appearing on this episode. Uh, we look forward to speaking with you again. Well, thank you very much, Samir. I found it very interesting, and I hope the listeners find it interesting too. If they find, find they have any questions, obviously they can use the helpline or they can just email us. Brilliant. Well, take care. See you. Thanks a lot. Cheers, mate. So, to recap, if you want to explore the DT website, just go to www.cleeps.org.uk and hit the button that says Cleeps Technology Site to access the resources Dave discussed today. We are a membership organisation, so do contact us if you need to know the username and or password. Also follow us on Twitter. Our main Twitter account is at Cleeps, that's at C-L-E-A-P-S-S. And we also have a technology Twitter account, which is at Cleeps underscore DT. Do let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes of the podcast. We already have lined up a Radiation Protection Advisor, or RPA, Ralph Witcher, for our next episode, so do look out for that. Speak to you soon.